get ready to be jolted out of the ordinary and into a world where conversations are charged with intensity and facts. The Lightning Strike Talk Radio with your host, Mohammed Fahim, broadcasting live from the heart of the city on Chicago's Progressive Talk Radio, WCPT 820 AM. Welcome to a radio show that charges through the airwaves with an electricity like no other. Here's your host, Mohammed Fahim. Good morning, Chicago. Good morning, good morning, and good morning to this uh, good foggy morning out there. And uh, here I'm all dressed up in the studio today, and uh, Ken DeLuke decided uh, to stand me up. Uh, he got uh, something, he ate something, he said last night, that is at least uh, his excuse and he's, he's sick. So well, I'm, I'm hoping it's not COVID, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. So uh, Ken uh, would be joining us on the phone, and uh, so is John Arena. John is actually running after the deer that he promised uh, that he would be sharing with us uh, as, as a Christmas gift. So, uh, John, you got uh, how many hours now, <laughs> less, less than a day, to catch the deer and skin it and uh, bring it back to us, right? Yeah, we, we work fast down here. <laughs> Plenty of deer for everybody. Okay. At least at least that is your story and you're sticking with it. So, uh, folks... Don't, uh, don't give them a mental picture of me running through the woods <laughs> with a knife in my mouth and a loincloth. That, that's no way to start Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. By the way, I'm a very festive uh, red red shirt you wore in there. Oh, but that was uh, Michelle's idea. Okay, she said, "Hey, you guys look so dull and drab in the studio." Michelle, good morning. Good morning to you, Mohammed. Hey, Ken. See, I, Hi, I, John. I, I wore my red sweater like Michelle. I promised. Awesome! You're <laughs> okay. in the spirit. Well, uh, I am in the spirit, but uh, folks, we will be catching quite a few things today, and you are tuning to the Lightning Strike. I'm your host, Mohammed Fahim. We come Sunday mornings. No, no, from... no it's Mohammed Claus. Mohammed Claus. <laughs> yeah, Claus with the C L A W S. Yep. You know, I, I, <laughs> I got my claws out today, man. Uh, the number to call in is 773 763. WCPT or 763-9278. I also uh, want you guys to make a note that we have started a podcast that you can also tune in. So some of the topics that we cover, some of the guests that we bring in, obviously uh, one hour on the radio is not enough to dive uh, deep into some of the topics. So we will be having a podcast that we will be putting on the website. So you can go to TLS Chicago for the lightning strike Chicago dot com slash podcast. Uh, we have recorded our first podcast and we'll be uploading it uh, shortly so you can see it next week. And uh, with that, let's uh, let's get started, folks. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? I wanted to focus on positive things that have happened throughout the year. And uh, one of the most positive things that I can think of, John and Ken, is uh, Alderman Ed Burke getting convicted. <laughs> okay. And of course, uh, Donald Trump uh, facing some tough challenges in Colorado. Uh, to me, uh, those are positive things in, in, my, in my book. Okay. So, uh, uh, John, what are, what are your views on Ed Burke, man? Uh, Fran Stoneman in the Chicago Tribune or uh, the Chicago Sun Times started uh, her article about this, uh, saying that nobody who has ever served with uh, Burke is dancing on his political grave. For her, All I have to say to her is not nobody. I served with Ed Burke for ten years, and I saw he used the systems of government to. Bend, you know, uh, things to his will, controlled the billions of dollars that Chicago deposits in banks and leveraged that for political contributions. He did that with impunity. And people that think, you know, when when his when I was following the the trial, kind of started out with frame Ed Burke as this kindly old man who is just trying to do good in the world. Mm hmm. Maybe, you know, he was one. He was uh, looking to do good in the world. That 50 years of this guy controlling our system, you think, think in Chicago that the mayor has all the power. Mm-hmm. 
consolidates in the bureaucracy. Burke could walk onto the in, into a committee, and everything would stop. On every committee, everybody worried what Ed Burke thought about stuff. Well, uh, Ed Burke wanted to stop a development or stop a policy. He just walked in and did the thumbs down like Caesar. Huh. Okay. So, you know, uh, it, it's amazing. John, uh, it's we, amazing that he's convicted. Yeah, we we have Steve on the Gold Coast calling in and wants to talk about uh, Ed Burke. So, Steve, good morning. Welcome to the Lightning Strike. We are winding up the year and. Uh, I started off by saying that I consider it one of uh, the good things that have happened uh, in in, the, in this year. So what do you have to say on that, Steve? Yeah, I mean, Burke is basically a holdover from the old machine with a big M. I mean, we still have a bit of the machine left, but nothing akin to what it was uh-huh. back in the heyday of the 70s and so forth. So, uh, yes, I mean, he, he's, uh, again, a holdover from that old system. And uh, for people who don't understand how Chicago uh, works, uh, so we have a mayor, but basically uh, the aldermen are, are like little kings of their own little fiefdoms. Hey, we got, uh, they we, decide we, got large, we, we got a former king on our team now. So you watch your words, young man. John Arena was yeah. the alderman for the 45th ward for two terms. And yeah, I agree with exactly him. my point. Great. <laughs> you agree with him? Yeah, yeah. Come on, John. You with a knife in your mouth running with a lion cloth and catching a deer. <laughs> Is that how kings do things, man? I'm a working king, you know, so okay. you know, I'm, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> okay. Steve, continue, please. Yes, and, and it's again, for people who don't know Chicago politics, you know, for many, many generations, it, you know, if you wanted a contract, if you wanted a job, unlike in today's sort of modern world where you actually had uh, credentials, experience, education, uh, you know, uh, and or, or perhaps the best bid. Now, in Chicago, if you wanted something, you went to another human being who was in charge and had the ability to make a decision. Uh-huh. The question was, who sent you? That's the old Chicago saying, who sent you? Because that's what was important. It's about the political relationships and what am I getting out of this? What are we trading? You know, so, uh, yeah, and that's what and that's what uh, embodies what Burke was. I mean, his entire view of, of, the, of the system was transactional. It's uh, what not what's best for the people of the city of Chicago. It's what's best for me. How can I forward my personal interest, my political interest? And it's a, it's long overdue that we got rid of people like him. And uh, but uh, the and the last part is that we need oversight, like uh, like WCPT, like local newspapers, and so many other things. But unfortunately, local journalism is dying, and uh, I don't know what's going to take its place because we need that kind of thing to make to hold these people accountable. The people who got prosecuted over the long haul in this state and in this city did so in many ways because media journalism outed them. In terms of what was going on, which precipitated an investigation, which led to indictments, which led to convictions. And I don't know what happens when nobody's looking over their shoulder. Well, absolutely. But uh, Steve, here's the, where the lightning strike comes in. We started off with this specific agenda, man. Our whole agenda is, yeah, we're going to expose, we're going to throw some lightning on all of these uh, roaches who are hiding uh, beneath these rocks. And uh, see what the you know what the daylight brings out when uh, when you sh- shine some light on them. And we are trying to keep the the lightning strike independent and listener supported. Also, if you notice, we don't play too much uh, too many advertisings uh, up on here, right? So uh, definitely, if you want to support the show, please go to our website tlschicago.com, and uh, you will see that there is a donate link. If you want to make a donation, feel free uh, to keep this independent journalism supported, my friend. Thank you so much for calling in steve and uh and if i can make this last point if i can make this last point please uh, go ahead. people need to understand that, that, that you know a lot of times we just sort of dismiss these kind of things and say okay well you know he was trying to shake down some big corporate big wig and, and for his benefits and so what's the big deal the big deal is that in the end it's taxpayers that end up putting the bill for these things Absolutely. because when there's corruption someone's got to pay for it so when when you when ed burke can get a deal his client to pay less on the commercial real estate side, that means somebody else, such as homeowners, are going to have to pay more. It's called the corruption tax. 
And we've been paying too much of one in Chicago for too long. Absolutely. Not just Chicago, all, all over the country, man. Time for change is something that when we first started the show, I started out uh, with a weekly bolt. That was my rant. And my first weekly bolt was time for change. And that is to implement term limits also, right, for Congress and the Senate. We've got these people in there who think that it is, you know, uh, a lifetime job. Heck, that was not what it was the, meant to be. And we have all these lobbyists coming in and keeping well, and these I, people and, in, in, in and place. I think, well, and, and on that point, I mean, perhaps we can agree to disagree. I, I believe that there is a place for term limits. But on the other hand, I think that there are some wonderful elected officials. And let's assume that you had term limits of, say, two, two terms in the Congress. That's four years. That's yeah, when you're no, just give, beginning give it, to understand the job. Give it, give it three terms in Congress, okay? But here's, here's my thing, Steve. Okay, yeah, uh, okay, but, but, but let me ask you this. What, what if somebody is immensely qualified doing a great job and they okay, would I got a short answer to that one. Okay, hang on, hang on I one second. I have a short answer to that one. If someone's immensely qualified, have them run for a higher office, say the Senate, for example. Okay. Let the uh, but, 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 but not everybody wants that. But not everybody wants that. Hang on one second, both of you guys. Okay, listen to me. I am hosting the show over here. Shut up. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, why don't we, uh, Steve? You wanted off. Uh, you started off by saying that there should be a qualifications for people, right? So when someone wants to run for Congress. Why don't we have them go through a, a test, okay, civics test, a uh, a, a, a test of some I, kind? And I would agree with that. Okay, so, now, I would agree yeah. with that, except, except that, the, that the courts will never allow it. Well, it's a, it's a, unfortunate. I I agree. I agree with the premise. We we don't allow you to walk into a courtroom and practice law absent uh, hey, uh, an actual law mean, degree and having passed the bar. We don't. We don't let you practice medicine. We don't even a allow anyone. And, and again, we don't even allow anyone to cut your hair, man, without getting a, a licensing right. certification. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. That's exactly my point. However, within our system, if, if you were to say we're going. We're, Okay, uh, we can we can discuss all day on this, uh, gentlemen. But let's uh, go to some other topics today. Uh, we will be uh, okay. Steve, uh, wait, hold on. Let me uh, let me just kick in here real quick. Okay. I think where it starts, we have to start teaching civics again in schools. That's a curriculum that I haven't seen for decades now, and it's really important if you're going to participate in our democracy to know what the heck it does and how it does it. You know, I know there's uh, uh, and, and that's and that's an excellent and that, that is an excellent point. And that is an excellent point, uh, but at no point should we uh, uh, declare that a, a civics class in high school qualifies you to run for office. Oh, yeah. I mean, D Donald Trump became president of the United States. Well, you know, speaking of, uh, know, uh, uh, hey, Steve, speaking of uh, the devil, we will be touching base <laughs> on uh, the other good news of the year for me. And we'll take a quick break and we'll be back on the other side of the break. Steve, thank you so much for calling in. Folks, you are listening in to The Lightning Strike. I'm your host, Mohammed Fahim. The number to call in, 773-763-9278. We'll be right back with John Arena, Ken DeLuke, and uh, Michelle also will be joining us shortly. Hey folks, did you know there's a program in Illinois that if you qualify for it, would allow you to get solar installed in your home at no out-of-pocket cost? The benefit to you would be a reduction of your electric bill, possibly as high as 30 to 50 percent, and more importantly, you would take out the uncertainty of almost guaranteed future price increases imposed from your electric company. If you'd like to see if you can qualify for this program, call Kendall Luke at 312-617-8979. That's 312-617-8979. Help us save the environment and change that electric bill burden. Are you a business looking for the right talent or a job seeker searching for your dream career? Look no further than the Center for Strategic Solutions, your workforce solutions experts. Our experienced team at the Center for Strategic Solutions is dedicated to connecting employers with top-tier talent and helping job seekers find opportunities that truly align with their goals. You're hired. We're more than just consultants. We're your partners in success. 
Ready to take your workforce to the next level or land that ideal job? Contact the Center for Strategic Solutions today at 1-847-306-9274 or visit us online at www.cfss.us. The Center for Strategic Solutions, your bridge to a brighter future in the Windy City. The number to call is 847-306-9274 or send us an email at info at cfss.us. That is info at cfss.us. The best features of your building. But if your porch isn't up to date with Chicago's latest building codes, you could be facing big fines. Call 773 Porches today to receive a free evaluation of your porch. If your porch received a violation notice or is in need of repair or replacing, call 773 Porches and we will give you a free written quote by one of our trained porch specialists. We provide all plans and permits required to get the job done right. Just dial 773 P O R C H E S or visit us at 773Porches.com. Let us take your porch to another level. Call 773 Porches. That's 773 P O R C H E S. Welcome back to the Lightning Strike with Mohammed Fahim. Okay, folks, welcome back and uh, thank you so much for tuning in. You're tuning into the Lightning Strike. The number to call in 773-763-9278. Tonight is Christmas Eve and uh, I am dressed in my red sweater with John and Ken standing me up in the studio today. But they're calling in, so we'll uh, give them a pass. Uh, The Center for Strategic Solutions, okay? Uh, the email on that is info at cfssus.com. That's a new website uh, that they are creating. So please make a note of that. Uh, with that, uh, Ken, you wanted to start off uh, the day today with a, with a rant, my friend. What is your rant? Well, actually, I, I'm going to ask for help from the audience uh, to send us, um, you know, a text or send us a, uh, an email. What I would like to do is a, in my three favorite words, and I've said this before, it's compared to what, okay? Now, it scares the heck out of me that um, Biden is down in the polls to Trump, and that doesn't really make any logical sense. So I would like to put together, and hopefully next week we can start doing the compare to what section, what has Biden accomplished, okay? Well, he had the IRA Act passed, uh, environmental uh, gains, uh, infrastructure improvements. There's a lot of positives that he has actually done that haven't been done before. And then on the other side of the equation, what's with this Trump guy? I mean, he wants to uh, get all of his enemies and go after them if he gets reelected, like a lynch mob type of thing, and just uh, basically destroy the democracy that we have in place. We need to outline, you know, line by line, all of these things. So, people, please share whatever your thoughts are, positive or negative, on both sides of the equation. And then let's uh, take some time, maybe next week or the following week, to go over all that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, folks, uh, here's, the, here's the deal with, uh, with Donald Trump, okay? He's coming up with, he's going to be the, the 47th president if he gets elected, right? So he's uh, come up with this uh, brand new idea called the uh, Agenda 47. And uh, if you guys want to know what the Agenda 47 is, uh, go to Tom Hartman's website, the Hartman Report, which, uh, you know, Tom is on WCPT every, every day uh, during the weekdays. Uh, go to his website, the Hartman Report, H-A-R-T-M-A-N-N, report.com, and check out uh, Trump's agenda, Agenda 47. I'll guarantee you, you'll not be able to sleep the rest of the year, okay? We need to focus again on how do we keep this guy off the ballot. And speaking of that, uh, the Colorado Supreme Court uh, kept him off the ballot, John, what is happening with that? Well, they overruled a lower court. Uh, right. Said that he did, he did, he did uh, commit insurrection, but uh, kind of had a little trouble with the semantics on what it meant to take an oath to the Constitution. But they corrected that, and I think it was a correct ruling. Uh, now we got to see what the U.S. Supreme Court does in terms of uh, these are a bunch of originalists who like to. Talk about uh, the literal, you know, you know, meaning of the words at the time they were written. Mm-hmm. And there is actually a dialogue between two senators that is, is documented um, that they should read because it, one senator asks the other, does this cover the president of the United States? And the other one, you know, categorically says, 
yeah, here's the language that does it. Any office, military or civilian, uh, that has taken an oath of, that has taken an oath of the Constitution. So th- the words are there. Uh, the Supreme Court should uphold this, but this is this is landmark, and it's really important that they they. Uh, I think it's by the the fourth or fifth of January they have to decide whether they're going to hear this. Right. And that'll determine whether he's on the ballot in Colorado and possibly the rest of the country. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, his, uh, his uh, mini-me, the mini-Trump that is trying to run also, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, immediately sucks up to Trump saying that, hey, if he's not on the ballot, I'm not going to be on the ballot. Come on, man. <laughs> Nobody knew who the heck you were first. You made some money by ripping people off uh, in different fields. And um, now you want to run for president of, of the United States. Something is something is wrong with our country, folks. And we need to figure out whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans who are doing it. And uh, from my point of view, where I am sitting, uh, I'm a Democrat, okay? I'm, I'll, I'll be the first one to critique and criticize my party if they screw up on things. I'm not going to just accept anything just because I'm a Democrat, Right. But the more I see what is happening with the other side, the more concerned I'm getting as an American. Uh, Michelle, we have got you on hold. And uh, folks, Michelle Alfano has been uh, following up on this case now of uh, Eric Strang and uh, his uh, incarceration in Iowa in the Newton Correctional Center. And uh, we wanted to get a quick update from Michelle as to what is happening. We're going to keep it very short so that you at least know that we are following up on, on this case. We are not going to let it go. Michelle, good morning. What's, uh, what's the latest on Eric? Good morning, Mohammed. I was at Newton Correctional yesterday, which is a treatment center. It's under the direction of Warden Sean Howard. And um, I, I will tell you that the conditions there are deplorable, but I'm going to switch to a positive in just a second. So, you know, while we're celebrating our holidays, people who are incarcerated in Iowa, in Illinois, across the country are suffering and struggling with hunger, severe overcrowding, definitely lockdowns because there are always staff shortages. So people just get locked down. And um, as I said last week, three men in two men's cells. And I was thinking yesterday when I was visiting that here are these prison walls meant to keep all of these incarcerated people inside and keep everyone so scared, but they're also meant to keep the public out. And so what I wanted to talk about today, because by career I'm a high school teacher, I wanted to talk about the dying art of letter writing. And I wanted to throw out as a positive today the idea that when people listen and they say, well, gee, this is horrible, but what can I do? And then I, we suggest, well, call the governor, call the senators, and you don't get responses. So you don't feel like your voice has been heard. So here's a positive. There are so many people who are incarcerated who, yes, they made mistakes, but they're not total throwaways. They're people's sons, brothers, fathers. I'm talking about men's facilities right now. Grandfathers. They're also artists, singers, poets, songwriters, authors, athletes, humanitarians, mentors. They're great readers. And um, they have names like Charlie, Will, Dan, Eric, Dave, Luis, James, Pancho, Adam. I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. They're real people. A uh, tremendous need for Spanish-speaking pen pals, by the way, with a huge Spanish-speaking population in the Midwest. So I wanted to give my email, and if anyone is at home and thinking, gee, I think I might try this. This resonates with me. I'd like to write a letter to somebody. You can email me. I have a huge group of nice people under my wings that I work with as a teacher. I work with people on their reading skills and writing. And um, I would be happy to help with that and facilitate. Of course, we use PO boxes, so we keep it very safe and somewhat anonymous. But 
there are things that we can all do to to help. And and I know that we're conditioned as a society to be like scared of them. But the funny thing is, they're scared of us because, for example, issues with reentry are truly terrifying. People who get out and, and come back into the community, they're facing not having a home, not having a job, being socially ostracized. They're probably more afraid of us than we are of them. Absolutely. So, so uh, Michelle, I'd let's like to uh, throw out my email. Let's do uh, this, I can Michelle. Be why, yeah. don't, why, don't, why don't we do this? Instead of uh, throwing out your email uh, on the public forum, why don't you uh, do this? We'll put it up on our website so people Perfect. can, uh, because when people are listening on the radio, they don't have a pen or pencil to, to write things down. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, share Michelle's email on our website, folks. Keep the website simple in your mind. It is tlschicago.com for the Lightning Strike Chicago. Okay. And uh, with that, uh, we'll take a quick break again. It's 931. You're listening to the Lightning Strike on WCPT, Chicago's progressive talk radio station. Steve, thank you for calling back. We'll see if we can catch you on the other side of the break. Are you a business looking for the right talent or a job seeker searching for your dream career? Look no further than the Center for Strategic Solutions, your workforce solutions expert. Our experienced team at the Center for Strategic Solutions is dedicated to connecting employers with top-tier talent and helping job seekers find opportunities that truly align with their goals. We're more than just consultants. We're your partners in success. Ready to take your workforce to the next level or land that ideal job? Contact the Center for Strategic Solutions today at 1-847-306-9274 or www.cfssus.com. The Center for Strategic Solutions, empowering employers and job seekers for success in the heart of Chicago. Your porch is one of the best features of your building. But if your porch isn't up to date with Chicago's latest building codes, you could be facing big fines. Call 773 Porches today to receive a free evaluation of your porch. If your porch received a violation notice or is in need of repair or replacing, call 773 Porches and we will give you a free written quote by one of our trained porch specialists. We provide all plans and permits required to get the job done right. Just dial 773-P-O-R-C-H-E-S or visit us at 773porches.com. Let us take your porch to another level. Call 773 Porches. That's 773-P-O-R-C-H-E-S. Welcome back to the Lightning Strike with Mohammed Fahim. Welcome back, folks. And uh, Steve, uh, you are my caller of the day today, man. Thank you for calling back. Uh, let us see uh, what we have uh, on your mind today on your second call. Steve, good morning. Yes, and you know, I, I call back only because I, I wanted to say something with regard to the issue that you raised in terms of, you know, uh, there being villains on all sides of this, and there are. I, 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 too, recognize that we have our share of, shall we say, terrible people in the Democratic-slash-progressive <laughs> movement. And, and I, I mean, Fareed Zakaria addressed this recently uh, in, in, on his Sunday morning show. You know, we have our share of wacky people. On the far left, and unfortunately, we the rest of us get painted with this stuff because they happen to be part of the left. That's like saying, you know, that everybody in the Republican Party is a Klan member because there are there are racists in the Republican Party. I mean, you know, like I said, we have, we have our share of nutty people, but that is not what the vast majority of Democrats represent, and we cannot allow people to paint us in that fashion. So, yeah. Uh, Universities okay. are bastions of, of, of leftist thought. I concede that. I, have, I come out of that tradition of, of, in terms of academia. But it is not what progressivism is. It's not what the Democratic Party is. The, the average guy working in a steel mill or an automobile manufacturing plant hoping to get a decent wage and have health care coverage and some kind of a pension when they retire is not into all of this other stuff that many people on the far left want to talk about or identify with. So we need to make that distinction. Absolutely. And uh, hey, Steve, let me, let me just kick in here. The, the problem is, you know, you mentioned this in the past, 
everything this recently is a zero sum game. It's either black or it's white. There's no in between. Now, personally, I've voted on both sides of the aisle. Okay, right now I'm leaning way more left than right because of the current situation. But we have to understand and sympathize and empathize with other people's opinions and have a logical discussion to get through all of that. So, yeah, I agree a thousand percent with you there. This isn't um, like a black or white issue. There's a more of a nuance. And, and, and all aspects. Ken, uh, here's, here's the thing, guys. If you if you if you look at any everything good that has happened in our country, as far as working folks are concerned, who has done the best things for the workers in this country? Right, the Democratic Party, the the unions. I mean, look at this, man. The the five day work week. Where would we be if it was not for the unions pushing this? So my my rant is always this, that you talk bad about this and bad about that. Oh, the unions are this and the unions are that. Yeah, the Democratic Party is bad. Yeah, there are some bad apples in, 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 in every situation, in every uh, group, right? But the majority of the people that are there are looking for the best interests of the country. If you look at uh, our, our good friend uh, now, uh, Donald Trump and the Agenda 47, he wants to gut the federal government, okay? Uh, think about it. If anybody uh, recently wanted to renew their passport because of COVID, there was a shortage of workers uh, in the passport uh, division uh, department, right? It was taking people three months to get a passport renewal. Okay, so our friend Donald Trump seems to think, and his uh, mini-me, Vivek Ramaswamy also, uh, echoes the, the sentiment that 80% of the federal government needs to be, uh, you know, basically scrapped, and uh, it, is, it is bloated, and come on, just, just think about that for a second. That's the insane rhetoric. Most of what the federal government and state and local government does are things you never see. Today is one of the busiest travel days of the year. And right. you know what? I guarantee you that there isn't going to be a plane that crashes in this country, a commercial airline today. That there, and that's because we have a functional FAA and NTSB and other agencies, and, that they, and they make sure that things don't happen. And so when, the, the, when we get to the places where we need to go today mm-hmm. and nothing happens, that's exactly what government is supposed to do. That's how functional government works for you. The thing that didn't happen is the success story. But nobody hears about that because, again, it's some guy you don't know who's making sure that the plane is properly serviced, that the people are trained, that they're not overworked, so that they're not flying after 20 hours you know, with your family on board. Uh, this idea that a modern society is going to cut government by 80% and that things are just going to be wonderful. I would, for people who think that that's a good idea, the 19th century is when we had that kind of government. And most people lived hand to mouth. They, they were born in poverty and they died in poverty. Well, and, they, uh, they, want to bring the world, back, uh, they want to bring back what is called as the Schedule F to where they want these people to be appointed by the president. And you're only going to be appointed right. by so the president beholden. if you suck up to him, okay? Right, so you're beholden <laughs> to the president. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I mean, you talk about it. And, and, and I would remind people that the, the countries with the highest standard of living in the world are in Western Europe, and no one is in the streets of Western Europe protesting and marching and demanding the U.S., the, the form of, of education, economics, or anything else, health care, that we have here. There's a reason for that. Absolutely. Steve, thank you so much for calling yeah. in. And right. uh, uh, for some reason, uh, my, my screen is off uh, over here. I can't see who is uh, uh, calling in over here. So if uh, that can be fixed, that will uh, probably help me out very much. Uh, again, folks, you are hey, listening to the... Uh, to uh, hang on one second, Ken. Uh, so let me make sure that uh, Dylan can fix this screen. And while he's fixing it, go ahead, please. Yeah, Ken. um... I remember back in the day, Ronald Reagan said the uh, scariest words were like nine words. I'm here from the government and I'm here to help, which I don't understand the whole concept. And this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. If the Republicans are so dead sent against using the um, form that they have to do, do stuff better, and this has been the most do-nothing Congress probably in the history of the United States, 
Why do they even run for office, okay? If you hate the system and you don't want to help anybody, what are you doing there? It doesn't make any sense. I, I agree with you, Ken. I agree with you. Okay. Go ahead, John. Uh, if, if, I, I think, you know, Steve makes a good point that, you know, the thing that doesn't happen, uh, you know, is, is, uh, is unseen. The thing is, when we travel, what does happen is you're traveling on a safe road. You're traveling in a safe airplane that's been inspected, that has a pilot that has been trained and to a certain standard. And, and if something bad does happen, there's a response. There's emergency services. There's, you know, you, you, you don't just sit there waiting, uh, you know, in a ditch. So, you know, it's important to remind people that you pay taxes and the things that that goes to goes towards these safety measures that, that, that we all enjoy. Um, you know, I think the, ch- the challenge we have is that the, the message is constantly government does nothing. And that's a strategy. That's a messaging strategy on the right to say we don't need government. And mm-hmm. what happens, what fills the gap when regulation isn't there is people being victimized, people being victimized and having their bank accounts tax, having their, their savings taken away, corruption that happens in business, not just in government. And without those kind of oversights that Trump is proposing uh, and having people just be beholding to our, you know, our kind leader, you know, is going to lead us to a place where we don't want to be. And well, I think we'll, you're bringing uh, up this, of, uh, literally, they're putting, the, they're putting it in writing what they want to do. Yeah, instead of being uh, North America, we'll become North Korea, man. Okay, that's uh, where Trump wants to take us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got Willie calling from, uh, Vicky calling from Villa Park and uh, wants to say something and chime in on Ed Burke and Donald Trump. Good morning, uh, Vicky. Thank you for calling in. You are Hi, on... Hi, thanks for taking my call. And, and I'll sneak in real quick about term limits. We have term limits every two years. I sent that text. Uh, we have term limits every two years when there's an election. Uh, Vicky, I, hang on, Vicky. I agree yeah. to disagree with you on that. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, the problem okay. is that <laughs> these people who are in office, they make it so damn difficult for anyone else wanting to come and challenge a sitting uh, senator or a sitting congressperson. Uh, it is nuts. I, it is nuts. The amount I, I of pressure that is put. I, right. I live in DuPage County, yes. and it's been a twenty-year campaign to turn DuPage County blue, and we've done it. Right. We have a Democratic chairperson, yeah. Democratic heading the forest preserve, <clears throat> a county clerk. A lot of these offices are now in the hands of capable and people with integrity. I know. Every, I know level, everyone from Dan Bailey to Ken Mayer, Beale, and you name it. I know everyone in, in DuPage County, but. I'm talking more about the the Congress and uh, and the Senate and all of that. We need some new blood, okay? New ideas, and have some well, young people I, I, come I, up. I beg to differ too, though, because I think we need that institutional memory of how things work. That's part of why President Biden is able to get things done because right. he's known these people for a long time. But that's that's not why I called. Okay. What I wanted to say was a hopeful note. It occurred to me listening to the discussion, Ed Burke and Donald Trump are of a certain generation. Their corruption started very much in the 70s and 80s. It's a very certain flavor of corruption. And they're men of a certain era, and that era is coming to an end. They are both facing prosecution for their crimes. And this is the way forward for our country is whether you're Democrat or Republican, whether you believe in term limits or not, we follow the law, we follow the Constitution, and it takes time, but we can have justice. Well, at the end of the day, I think uh, what you said resonates with me, Vicky. We follow the law, we follow the Constitution, okay? Uh, And that is so important, folks. And here's the most important thing. You have... This great power that is given to you in a democracy to go out and vote. Please make sure that you register to vote and you come out to vote, no matter what color your politics is. Okay? We are letting the tail wag the dog in this country. Our voting turnout is 20, 25% in any election. Now, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this to ourselves? And then we start complaining that things don't change, things are this, things are that. It's up to us, folks. 
Make sure that you register to vote. Make sure that you come out to vote. Make sure that you bring your families to come out to vote. Okay, that will make a difference over here. Uh, our person of the week uh, today is going to be joining us uh, shortly at the end of the call. And uh, Sheila White, our segment producer, is uh, actually going to be bringing in a very interesting person. Her name is Arita Tatum. Arita is an author, director, producer. Uh, she has television series on streaming networks as well. And Arita is going to be our person of the week. She'll be joining us shortly at the end of the show. And we wanted to, and uh, by the way, she is a minister also. Uh, I'll let Sheila do a quick introduction. Sheila, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mohammed. You look good in the red shirt, by the way. <laughs> See, Michelle forced me in our, our team planning meeting on Thursday to wear something colorful, okay? Uh, you know, I, I didn't feel like celebrating Christmas or anything this year because of what is happening in the land of birth of, of Jesus Christ over there in Bethlehem. You know, they have canceled all uh, Christmas celebrations in Bethlehem this year. Yes, I know that. I know that. It's really sad, but that's Oh, the yep. way the world is going, it seems. Absolutely. So uh, it is not so much to, to celebrate uh, anything, but, uh, you know, just wanted to bring some color into the conversation today. So, uh, Sheila, quick introduction of uh, Arita when she comes in, and uh, just uh, see it's about 9.46. We're going to take a, a quick break for a, for a couple of seconds, uh, and uh, then we'll come back with the rest of the show and finish it off today. Your porch is one of the best features of your building. But if your porch isn't up to date with Chicago's latest building codes, you could be facing big fines. Call 773-PORCHES today to receive a free evaluation of your porch. If your porch received a violation notice or is in need of repair or replacing, call 773-PORCHES and we will give you a free written quote by one of our trained porch specialists. We provide all plans and permits required to get the job done right. Just dial 773-PORCHES or visit us at 773-PORCHES.com. Let us take your porch to another level. Call 773-PORCHES. That's 773-PORCHES. And uh, on that note, again, folks, uh, uh, spring is going to come up pretty soon. And if you got, uh, you know, problems with your porches, be sure to reach out to 1773 uh, Porches. And uh, Victor Gonzan was in the studio with us last week. And uh, Victor is uh, uh, promised to support our show also. So that would be so nice. Uh, and uh, coming back uh, to what we were discussing, uh, John, before we started the show uh, about uh, the immigrants coming in from Texas and the buses that are bringing them in. Yeah. Uh, Aurora, recently, uh, I think a couple of days back, uh, the city council uh, passed a resolution saying that any bus operator who brings in immigrants to Aurora, because they were bringing in and dropping off these immigrants uh, at the Metra station in Aurora and saying, hey, here's the, here's the Metra, take it and go to Chicago. And uh, City of Aurora uh, had uh, passed this thing uh, just on uh, Friday or Thursday, a couple of days back. It's an emergency measure. Correct. And uh, so if any bus operator wants to bring any immigrants, uh, they have to get a permit from the City of Aurora. And uh, that permit, they have to lay out a complete plan as to what they want to do with these immigrants, how they want to serve them. Uh, because it seems most of these people were not even dressed for the Chicago weather, and they were being dropped off at uh, at a bus station saying, here, here's the bus, uh, here's the train. Take it and go, folks. So, so that is not okay, something. that just happened down in Kankakee. Yeah. They dropped them off on the side of the road. And they're walking down the expressway hungry. They have no money in their pockets. And they're not dressed, like you said, for the weather, although it is 60 degrees today. But still, I mean, that's like ridiculous. And why is that not human trafficking? And why aren't these people being charged with human trafficking? Isn't that the definition of this? Absolutely. So, folks, uh, remember, as, as a country. Direct response. Go ahead, John. You said something. The direct response to Chicago and to manage this. It's, and yeah, John. John, you are, uh, you are, wants to say you are breaking in. You are you are breaking in and out. So 
uh, you know, I can hear a little bit of what you're saying, then I can't hear the rest of it. But I agree with you. This is what, uh, you know, uh, Chicago uh, came up with. Uh, there has to be a process to this, folks. And uh, the Texas governor now, uh, man, what, what, a, what a classic case of uh, how do, what do I call him? I can't even call him anything because if I call him, people will say, hey, you're beating down on somebody who's in a wheelchair. Okay. But uh, this guy is actually now putting immigrants on aeroplanes. And, uh, John, you were telling me that mm-hmm. they don't need to file a, a flight plan uh, if they're bringing people to Chicago. Is that correct? No, this is a, a, another kind of hole because this is an unprecedented move by a governor to uh, traffic um, human beings. Uh, a private plane doesn't have to have a, a manifest who's on the plane. Okay. And so- the city of Chicago is trying to work this out with the FAA. It's amazing, folks. It's amazing uh, when someone wants to to do bad to people. You know how far backwards would they bend to hurt others? Uh, speaking of that, uh, speaking of hurting others, man, uh, the the New York uh, city of New York is now trying to get into uh, into the back of, uh, of uh, Chick Fil A now. Chick-fil-A started off in 1946, right? And they have been closed on Sundays ever since. Now, our lawmakers in the city of New York saying uh, that, oh, no, Chick-fil-A has to be open seven days a week. Now, is that what you get elected for as, as lawmakers, folks, to go into and mess things up for a private company who don't want to keep open on Sundays? Hey, it's their right, man. Okay, so uh, we need to hold these people accountable. That's what the the show is about, folks. And if you want to uh, support the show, please go to our website, tlschicago.com, and you'll see a donate button over there. Uh, You can send us, uh, you know, by PayPal. You can help us out with Venmo, anything that you can that would be appreciated going into the next year. And uh, let's see, we got uh, Sheila on the air, and we've got our person of the week, Rita. Sheila, would you mind... uh, Introducing uh, Aretha, please. Yes, I am so excited about our person of the week this week. Her name is Aretha Miss Respect Tatum. She's not only a minister, but she's also a playwright. She's a director. She's a producer. She has a uh, series that's streaming um, right now on a major um, streaming network. And I just want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Aretha. Hey, hey, happy Sunday. Merry Christmas Eve. Good morning, good morning. Hey, hey, Aretha, this is Christmas afternoon or (laughs) pre-noon. Yes, yes, yes. I have to warn you, joy is my superpower, so it's contagious. Okay, can can you please bring some of that joy into our listeners' hearts this morning? Absolutely, absolutely. It's about the mindset. Right now, we are celebrating um, the birth of Jesus, the greatest gift that we have received. And I just wanted to remind people, no matter what you believe, that you are a gift to the world. You are a present. You are a blessing to the world. If you keep that mindset, you will know that what you, you matter don't believe that you don't. What you do matters. Don't believe that it doesn't. So be in the mindset to be a blessing and a gift to others. If people have that mindset, you will also receive because somebody's going to be a blessing to you as well. Hey, uh, I don't know if you folks uh, know this or not, uh, but uh, in uh, in the Holy Quran, you know, uh, who is the woman who is uh, mentioned in the Holy Quran the most? Wow, didn't know that. It is mother, no, it not is, at all. It is Mother Mary. And Jesus mm. and Mary are actually mentioned in the Quran about 300 times. Wow. Much, wow. much more than <laughs> any other prophet or woman that has ever been born. I guess you guys didn't know that, right? Did That's I know right. that? Didn't know that. that. <laughs> okay. okay, so if I wear a, a yellow or, or, a, or a red sweater today, I am pretty much on board. Okay, we had a party at our house yesterday. About 50 people showed up. Really? Yep. Oh. 
Okay. Wow. Okay, Arita. So that you know, uh, that that was the the lightning bolt of the day for for our listeners out here who don't know about this. You know, I want to uh, have Arita talk a little bit about her series that she has called Seasons. Can you explain a little bit of that uh, series? Well, um, Seasons is actually about a group of midlife men and women who are determined to make the next 50 years their best 50 years. So the the premise of the show is to encourage older people. I call them rated PG-50 plus, that it's not too late. You know, if there was something you always wanted to do, try it. Go for it. Don't think that, you know, I'm just here to exist until I die. You still are very, very valuable to the world. Don't let your age, you know, Hollywood will tell you that, you know, once you get past, what, 35, 40, you know, you're, you're, you're done. But that's not true. So we bring that out in the series to encourage other people that um, over 50 is a beautiful place to be. And there are things that you can do to impact the world even now in your later years, as even if you didn't do it in your earlier years, it's still not too late. It's, it's, you lived your life, now live your dream. Now, so is is that uh, is that a play on on television? And where can we see this? It's actually a series that is streaming now on Tubi, and okay. because it's a musical series, we actually do showcases live on stage with the cast of the series. So we're taking it from the the TV screen to the stage as well um, for live events to again same mission, same message to encourage and inspire those over 50 to live their best lives. Wonderful. And it's so great because their focus is it gets greater later. Okay, so uh, yes. where 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 did you come up with that idea? What what uh, um, you know what sparked it? Well, actually, it, it was of course inspired by God, but I'm seasoned. I am. My background is accounting, but at the age of 43, I was called into ministry. 47, published my first book. At 50 is when I did my first short film, and in during the pandemic, I became a songwriter. So all these different changes and new things I did after 40. And so it started with me. I'm seasoned. And I want to do the same and encourage others that just because you're past a certain age, don't give up on trying and doing something you've always wanted to do or something that you're curious about, even at a later age. Absolutely. Arita, thank you so much for joining us and for your inspirational messages. You got a final message for our listeners today? Yes. Joy is contagious. It doesn't cost you anything to give a hearty hello in every place you go. The bank, the grocery store, wherever. When I do that and I say, happy Monday, happy Tuesday, now when they see me coming, they say it to me. So it doesn't cost you anything (laughs) to spread a little joy. Absolutely, folks. And one of the things that I want to leave you with today is what happened yesterday, don't worry about it. You can't go back and change it. Okay, we stress out over changing things. We stress out about changing others. What's going to happen tomorrow? We don't know. We won't, may not be here, right? So the best thing that you can do today is take care of those who are around you. Say hello to everybody. Say joy to everybody. And joy to you and Sheila and Arita and Michelle and John Arena and Ken for joining us today on The Lightning Strike. Uh, we'll see you again uh, next week. It's going to be the end of the year. So keep your fingers crossed and come back with some good news for what has happened over this year today. And uh, with that, I'm signing off. This is Mohammed Fahim, and you've been listening to The Lightning Strike on WCPT, Chicago's progressive talk radio station. See you folks next week, same time, same place. <laughs>